Welcome to Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Society doesn't want you to blame anything but yourself. It's a trait, not mental health. People out there is not going to understand you until you let them know. You definitely got to take into account your mental health. You have to tune into your own mind. Hey, what's going on? It's your man Casanova for another Black Men's Mental Health Podcast. Uh, first, of course, you know, I'm always going to start off by saying, uh, you know, thank you. Thank you for going on this journey with me, making this podcast one of the top 100 podcasts in the world for mental health. So appreciate y'all. My journey is your journey. At the end of the day, this journey we're taking together. And I appreciate y'all uh, uh, joining this journey with me. Um you know, uh, what I wanted to talk about, you know, this, the, this is the, the last podcast of the month until I, you know, start more podcasts next month. Um, and I wanted to end it on this month on a positive note um, because, you know, I've been very fortunate. This last month has brought a lot of great things for me and I have to be honest, you know, um, I am sleeping better. I'm feeling better. Um, I, my family's better. My wife and me are better. My business is better. And I, 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 and I don't say this to bragging people's face. I say this because I want people to understand that there is light at the end of the tunnel. So no matter what you're going through, there is light. I am proof of the light last year, literally last year, this time I was on medication I was depressed by anxiety. My marriage was falling apart. My businesses were falling apart. My relationships were falling apart. Everything was, was falling apart literally a year ago today. So I want people to understand that like now my family's good. Everything's good. Life is good. Um, so I speak from a place of understanding to be in that dark space. You know, and I have my days, you know, but at the end of the day, I have far be better, more days than I have bad days now, far more better. Um, so I want you to understand that at the end of the day, there is light. OK, so that's why I wanted to talk about black men and what does success look like for black men? Um, I wanted to be positive. Of course, I wanted to do a message regardless. I'm always going to do a message, but I wanted to do something that was positive. Um Success for a black man should look like whatever the hell you want it to be. Okay. Now, if you want to be the best garbage man in the world, be the best garbage man. If you want to be the best gamer in the world, be the best gamer. Whatever you want to do, whatever you want to be successful at, that is your success. So don't try to compare to anybody else because we are not on the same playing field. That's why it's very important that you understand what you want to be successful in and pursue that. Because if you rely on our society, you will be either an athlete, drug dealer, a rapper. All these things that society will tell you you need to do to be successful. Because let's be real. The people that are always telling you to be successful aren't the ones looking at their own statistics. The majority of rich people and people that run the world are not college educated, but they tell you go to college, 
right? They tell you, if you don't go to college, you're not successful. So, so these are the only options you have. And then even if college is in your thing, you need to be an athlete. Think about it. So we have to understand that we have to start start understanding. We start have to making the, the idea of success is what we want it to be, not what people tell us to be. Now, at the end of the day, of course, people grow up. We all want to be Jordan. We all want to be LeBron. The new kids want to be LeBron or or they want to be like Diddy and a rapper and things like that. You know, so don't get me wrong. It's nothing wrong with doing that. So, see, that's the thing. It's nothing wrong with those careers. Except for the drug deal. I would, you know, unless you're doing legal, legal weed or whatever. But, you know, what I'm saying, um, you know. And this is a funny story. Let me talk about weed. Funny story. So I worked I worked as a career consultant, right, for a career agency, right? And um, they wanted me to uh, do a seminar about the uh, top earning careers, right? So if you look at the top earning careers, right, up and coming, marijuana manufacturing is one of them. That's just the absolute truth. It's in the top 10. I don't write, I don't write it. So when I was talking, when I was talking about the top, you know, whatever, that was one of them. I'm going to say what's in the top. And these were high school students, Don't, but you know, I'm going to say what's in the top. So over the phone, like, you know, we, it was a virtual thing. And over the woman was like, hey, hey, you know, let's not talk about the weed thing. I'm like, well, you asked me to say what is the top earners. Right. And I'm, so I'm telling them, yeah, but that's just I'm like, well, no, it's legal now. And at the end of the day, why? Why is it OK for young white people to be entrepreneurs in the weed business and sell it? But then young black men that may want to do it is not given as an option. Let's not talk about it. But I could talk about aquaphor manufacturer i could talk about all of that stuff and it's a professional undertone like oh yeah that's fine cigarette well that's fine but i say weed oh my god no it's horrible and what i'm saying i'm not encouraging some young people to smoke weed but we're talking about careers we're talking about career manufacturing it it's a business and it's legal why is that not an option but I can tell you, army is okay. It's okay for you to go in the army and shoot and kill people in a time of war, people you don't know that really you don't have the problem with. But that's okay. That's a career option to go shoot people and kill people. But to sell weed, no, that's not an option. So we have to understand that we have to start having the narrative of what success is for us and not what people tell us. Because that's very important. Success is is not in the eye of somebody else in, 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 in the eye of somebody else. It's in our eye. So as black men, we have to take power in that and say, OK, this is what I want to do. And this is what success means to me, no matter what anybody tells you. Like for me, I wanted to write books. Right. During my journey last year, I said to myself, I want to write a book. Right. And um. I didn't know any, the first thing about writing a book. I knew nothing about writing books, not a damn thing. I didn't know how to write it. I didn't know how to design it. I didn't know how to do the cover. I didn't know how to get copies of it. I didn't know how to sell. I didn't know that one thing about writing a book, but I had a goal that I wanted to write a book. I wanted to do something that I never did before and, 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 and do it. Right. And I did research, I found out, and I sold my and I sold the books and I made money. 
And within a year, I wrote seven books. Within a year, seven books. I could write a book. And now don't get me wrong. If you have my books, you know my books are more of the self-help type books. I'm not writing novels or screenplays or anything like that. I'm, I'm really help, uh, writing self-help books. If you see my books, my books are easy to read, 16 font spacing. You know what I mean? You could probably read any of my books within a day or two. Right. They're just instructional books. I did books on black mental health. I did three on that. I did three on uh, podcasting, you know, saying three value series on podcasting. And my latest book was the three keys to success is achieving success, which is part of my uh, life coach, uh, uh, life coach, a success life coach business that I do for people. So at the end of the day, I wrote seven books within a year and each one of my books sold. I have a crap load of copies for myself. People buy them for me individually or they'll go on Amazon and buy it. And I've and that's a whole nother revenue of income that I knew nothing about. You know what? When I was in school, nobody said, yo, you could be an author. That was never an option to me being an author. That was never even taught. So at the end of the day, I decided to do something and my level of success was just being able to do it and publish a book. And I did it seven times. It's not like, you know, I have like Mary had a little lamp. It's like these are books on instructional on certain things and facts and stuff like that. Well, research and all that. And I wrote a book. Seven of them. So at the end of the day, you have to to put because when I first said I'm gonna write a book, people looked at me and said, "Why? What are you writing a book about?" I said, "You know what? I have the plan." Actually, you know what? Let's go back. When I first said I wanted to do podcasting and be in the business of podcasting, people looked at me like I was crazy. Me and my friends had an online. You know the history. Me and my friends had an online. It was three of us had an online radio station. That was the idea of a friend of mine. And everybody had to do their business and, and, and move and stuff like that. I was left with this online radio station. I knew nothing to do with it. And I converted to say, y'all want to do podcasting. And people looked at me and said I was crazy. Then during we started doing podcasting. Nobody wanted to mess with me. Then when things started picking up, I said, I want to do a podcast hosting and distribution company. They still looked at me like I was crazy. And now I have the culture play. You know what I'm saying? I said, I'm going to do podcast guru because I want to teach people how to make money off of podcasting. Everybody looked at me like I was crazy. I had Zoom classes that were, 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 were over capacity, which made me lead to write the book. Now I'm developing a podcast certification class where you get certified in podcasting. And I'm doing, and I did that all within a year, all within a year. So my level of success was doing something that nobody's done. You don't really see black people podcasting. And what I mean by that is that they're not the face of podcasts. Podcast is like a white man's game. Really? Let's be real. It's media, but really it's mostly Caucasians that are doing podcasting. Not saying there aren't a lot of black people, so please don't quote me. Oh, you're not. No, there are black people there, but I, I know that. Okay, I'm just saying in general. When I came into this business to do what I'm doing, I don't know other any other black person that's doing podcasting like I'm doing it on the business level, not just a podcast, but on the business level, hosting distribution company and and all of this books and all this other stuff. You know, and it's funny because the things I was doing from my podcast. I was teaching people, but then I didn't have the credibility because people were like, okay, well, 
Cash, you're telling us how to make money. You're telling us how to do all this in podcast. But what one of your podcasts are really popping? You know, how can you sit there and tell me? And it's not that I, ha- I got it a lot, but I got it quite a few times where it started me to say, damn, maybe they're right. I'm giving all this great advice for other people to do podcasts and they're getting success. But is that success applying to me? And I'm a person. I'm a real person. If you know me, if you follow me, you know, I'm 100 percent genuine and I'm not the type of person to profile or lie about something. So for me, I was feeling like, damn, am I really legit calling myself a podcast guru when one of my podcasts don't have any type of accolades I could brag about? Then I said, all right, cool. Then I got to concentrate on my podcast. And boom, after a few weeks of doing what I know how to do and what I'm teaching others, I turned it around. Now, this podcast that you're listening to is in the top 100 list for all mental podcasts in the world. In the world. So I could always, always claim with accuracy and receipts that I have a top 100 podcast in the world when it comes to mental health. Like, that is a big accomplishment to be in a top 100 list. of. There are thousands of podcasts out there for mental health. Thousands that speak on mental health, all that stuff. My podcast that's on probably an unpopular subject, Black Men's Mental Health, it's so unpopular that when I went to buy blackmensmental.com, it was free. No other mental uh, uh, mental health domain name was free, but blackmensmentalhealth.com was free. So it was a very unpopular subject that I picked, an unpopular podcast, an unpopular thing because black men don't get the same, you know, coverage or understanding very unpopular and I made this podcast into a top 100 in the world for mental health that success is something I wasn't even planning on doing I wanted to be popular don't get me wrong but to have that that type of success I had no idea when I got the email I thought it was a scam I thought they were trying to sell me money I thought they were trying to sell me something I got congratulations that your podcast made the top 100 podcasts of the world for mental health, blah, blah, blah. We would like to congratulate you. So I'm like, oh, God, here's some spam trying to sell me something or get money off of me. And I started reading the email. And I'm like, and at the end of the day, people, I have receipts. Feedspot, they are the ones that do the surveys on top. They survey on listenership, social media, all that stuff. There's a whole criteria they have to come up with this list, with their list for certain podcasts for certain categories. So they have a criteria. They're just not throwing it out. So when I read the email, I was expecting them to say like, oh, um, you know, sell me something. But it was just really it, all it was was a congratulation letter, uh, email, like congratulations for your podcast making it to the top 100 of the world mental health. And that was it from the owner. I was like, oh, shit, this is real. Went to the list. Oh, shit, we're there. At that time, I think we was at number 53 or something like that. I'm not even sure. 50, 40, something. I don't know. I didn't even care where we were. I just knew that we were on the list and I was happy. I was like, oh, shit, this is real. This is really real. So I checked the other podcasts. He's like, these podcasts that, oh, these are, no, 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 no it was, it's a real list. I, you know, it's real list that is real publicized and all that. I was like, I was shocked, you know? 
So my level of success was has gone above and beyond. So the reason I'm saying my story is because I want you to understand that like it's okay to think outside the box and be successful the way you want to be. Just because you're six foot nine don't mean you need to be a basketball player. I'm sure that a lot of tall guys have always been pushed into like, yo, be a basketball player, be a basketball player. And maybe you do have a, a gift for it because of your height. But at the end of the day, if that's what you want to do. Don't let somebody pigeonhole you into a stereotype because, oh, I'm tall and I'm black. Not at all. Don't let them do that. Success, you have to have success to you, your standards, not to everybody else's. If you want to be in the music business, don't say I need to be like Diddy. You need to be like you. See, one thing I learned in life when I was uh, when I first started music business years ago, I used to read all those biographies, all those books and bios on people, on famous um, uh, people, how they made it, you know, all that stuff. And the one thing I came from reading all of those books, articles, interviews is that they all did it their way. There, there's only common denominator with all of them was they were determined to make it happen. Other than that, the resources, the demographics, the music, the background, the resources, the environment, everything was different for everybody. So when you sit down and say, I want to be like Diddy, you ain't going, you can't do it like Diddy. I want to do it like Russell. You can't do it like Russell. I want to do it like Birdman. You can't do it like Birdman because at the end of the day, they did it their way. It will never be duplicated. So understand that you could want to achieve their level of success as far as like, I want to be a name in what I do. I want to be somebody that people know and things like that. That's cool. That, that, that That's I. <laughs> but at the end of the day, don't try to mimic anybody and don't let anybody tell you what you need to do because you're black. You're a black man. When I said podcasting to people, people looking like I was crazy. I still got people that don't believe that I'm, I'm really being successful in podcasting. They're like, he does a podcast. What? What's that? They probably ain't getting no love. Shout out to shout out to Kasikwa. I'm sorry, I messed up the name. K. I'll call you K. Um, you know, she hit me up saying that she thanked me for the podcast, has helped her out um with her relationship with her boyfriend. Because her boyfriend was going through some stuff and they were about to break up because of it. Because she just thought he was being lazy and not interested anymore. Um, come to find out they went to the doctor. He got diagnosed with depression. Um, and um, they've been working through it. So thank you, Keisha. Ke 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 I'll just call you Keisha for short. Because I, I, Ke <laughs> I mean, I mess up names all the time. But I, you know, thank you. Thank you that this can help you out. Because at the end of the day, that's the point of this podcast is to be helped out. So congratulations to you, man. I hope you'll work through it. Like I said, me and my wife, we went through a lot as well. We did counseling. We did diagnosis and it's helped us out tremendously. So you're on the right road. But back to what I was saying, like I said, I like to just shout people that hit me up. But um, success is what you want it to be. And you have to set the bar what you think that that level of success is for you. 
no matter what it is. And don't be afraid to do something that nobody took. Because was, I was in the music business. I was doing typical things that people told me to do. And when I started this podcast journey, people said to me, no, it's not going to work. What do you got to talk about? You could you be an owner? Uh-uh. Not at all. You can't be in the game. I'm in the game. I have a platform that hosts hundreds of podcasts. I have a, a radio station that has thousands of listeners. I have a podcast that is top 100 in the world for mental health. So at the end of the day, I've written books. I've done seminars. This is all within a year, all within a year. And I'm going to keep growing this brand and keep growing my accolades because at the end of the day, nobody's going to tell me what I can or cannot do. I'm not in the box no more. See, before my mental health breakdown, I, I, I was in a box. And what I mean when I was in a box, I was in a box because I felt that I felt that I could I had to do what people were telling me to do to be successful. I had to do things the way they wanted me to do, because at the end of the day, that was the only way to be successful. So I was trying to be a ditty. I was trying to be this husband. Uh, uh, I was trying to break stereotypes. I was so afraid. I didn't want to be my father. I wanted, didn't want to be a deadbeat dad. I didn't want to be like my family. So I was trying so hard to do things the way that you're told you should be done. Well, if you had a deadbeat dad, don't be that. And I'm not saying that, you know, I shouldn't. But what I'm saying is that I was controlled by everybody else telling me what it looked like for me to be a good man in general. I was in control. I was, I let my environment control me. It controlled everything I did, every move I made, the fear of being like somebody, the fear of not uh, conforming, all this stuff. That's really a fear. If you have a fear of not being like everybody else, that's the same as saying I want to be like everybody else because the thing is that you have a fear of that. So you're going to always do things. You're, you're letting that fear control you. I let fear control my life for so long. Now, don't get me wrong. Life is scary. Things happen. Things happen out of your control. Things happen that are bad. That's life. But at the end of the day, you can't let that fear control you because you could never be successful because your idea of success is the fear. If you understand what I'm saying, that fear is what controlling you where you can't be successful. Fear is fear is fear is just not wanting to do something and thinking there's consequences from that. So at the end of the day, you're not really doing what you want to do. You're really being driven by that fear. And you can't be driven by the fear. So at the end of the day, you have to understand that being successful is being fearless, fearless to be successful, fearless, fear, fearless to succeed. You understand what I'm saying? So you have to make sure that you understand what you want and go after what you want and make sure that what you're doing right now is not because what people told you to do, not because you're a stereotype and okay, well, you're black, so you should do this or, or you can only be successful doing this or you're in the hood. So you got to sell these drugs because at the end of the day, that's how you're going to make this money. You don't know. No think like I could do more. I am more. I am better than that. I could do more than that. I could do whatever I want. If I want to be CEO of a tech company, I'm going to do it. If I want to be a gamer, I'm going to do it. If I want to be an astronaut, I'm going to do it. If I'm going to be a golfer, I'm going to do it. All these things that people will tell you you can't do because of you, a black man, tell them kick fucking rocks because I'm going to be successful 
my way. Understand that. Be successful your way. And don't care about what anybody thinks about what you're doing, because at the end of the day, you're living your truth. Live your truth. Pursue that career that everybody's telling you shouldn't. Pursue that relationship everybody's telling you. Pursue all those things. Because no matter what you do in America, you are public enemy number one. But see, this is the great thing about being on the run or your whole life. You know how to run and evade. Think about it. Because all our everything in us, we're attacked. We've been taking these blows for years. So we know how to evade it. It's not. It's part of life right now. Don't nobody wake up in the morning now thinking, yo, I'm going to get shot by a cop. We just know that's reality. So we just move differently when we drive. You know what I'm saying? We adjust for it. And I'm not saying to accept it. I'm saying that if you live with it and you know and you and you know how to maneuver and work around it, then you can work the system for yourself. Because at the end of the day, if you accept the reality where you at, cool, I'm gonna move this way now because I already know what's against me. I already know these hurdles. So, you know, I know I got to learn how to move around these hurdles to be successful. And that's what you have to do is know how to move around those hurdles to be successful. All right, people, man. I appreciate y'all. We close out the month of March. Um, This has been a phenomenal month. I appreciate everybody's support. I appreciate the love, the affection. I appreciate the letters, the emails, the the inboxes. I appreciate that so much. I have no idea how I appreciate that. Um, If you want to check me out, as always, go to CasanovaWilliams.com. C-A-S-A-N-O-V-A, Williams. If you don't know how to spell Williams, then don't go to the website. (laughs) You know what I'm saying? Also, if you want to check out this and information about Black Men's Mental Health, go to blackmensmentalhealth.com and check it out. Um, also, you know, I, I do a lot of other things too. RSP Talk is a, is a talk show I do with my with my partner, my business partner, Miss O. So check that out as well on Facebook. Just Google RSVP Talk. Facebook and Instagram. Uh, you can catch, check out what I do with my wife. I do a couple of critics.com where we uh, criticize, we uh, uh, critique movies. And you can actually uh, sign up and critique movies with us as well. Uh, we just started it. So it's a slow start, but we're going to start building it up pretty soon. But if you go to a uh, couple of critics.com, spelled regular, couple of critics.com, you can check out the website and the movies that we have reviewed. Um, soon I'm going to be starting another podcast on uh, a success life coach. So this podcast is probably a good segment to go into that probably uh, in April. I, I'm going to launch it because I did do my book. Uh, the three keys to achieving success um, is out right now. on Amazon, uh, number one new release for many weeks. So appreciate that. But um, I'm starting a podcast with that called a success life coach, where I'll be helping people in general with just be how to be successful. And what success looks like for you. OK, well, like I said, appreciate. Appreciate y'all. Until next time.